Welcome to a new year for Revive Mercy Podcast. I've learned a lot this past year, and it has been one of the most rewarding experiences in my life. And I'm planning to continue years after this. The friendships you build, I believe, have been actually surprising, and uh, it's been a great surprise. Speaking on that, I have a guest today. I hope he will continue to be a guest for a long time. Uh, welcome, Mike, and uh, to be this new year. You know, October is when I officially started my first episode. I was near the end, but still, I consider October being a pinnacle year because that's when I set up the website and everything like that. So, welcome again, Michael, and thank you for joining us today. No problem. Happy to be here. Before we begin, if you are in crisis, please, you know, seek out medical, immediate medical attention. There are, um, there are going to be um, a, a number. There's a helpline if you're in the United States, and um, uh, I know every local and um, community usually has some sort of resource that you could go check out. But um, I do encourage you, especially, um, especially as we move forward into the holidays and it could be a difficult time for most um this month's topic by the way it's okay to fall uh very punny you know we're in fall but i know seeing the season we are in um it can be also a hard time like i was saying for most and a lot of times failure gets um i guess gets the wrong light shined on it and for me i learned a lot more from my failures and we'll get into that but i want to go into a quote like i usually do it's from albert einstein and it reads the measure of intelligence is the ability to change michael how do you read this quote and why is the ability to change so important in life in your own in your own recovery and what you have seen with your peers around you well, the thing about change is change is constant. And there's an old saying that if you don't move forward, you get left behind. Because in this world today, you know, we experience different things. And from day to day, it's always something new. It could be good. It could be bad. But it's always going to be new. And in yeah. my own recovery, I've seen that if I don't try to improve myself, and just try to be 1% better than what I was the day before, then it seems like I fall back into the old rut and nothing gets done and I just get frustrated. Yeah, and um, you know, I remember this one guy, uh, life is not static. You know, I was, uh, I remember with bridges, you know, or, or, or big, large, Kind of structures they want to be static you want the bridges start moving and stuff like that but life in itself our relationships that we have are not static um, it's okay to fall it reads very differently for many people we don't like to lose you know I, or uh, but someone has to you know if you really want to think about it, if you're if you're in competitive sport you know someone has to lose we sometimes shield those we love or even ourselves from losing. There is a quote that helps process this thought in my mind, and I want to share it with you. It's from David Serline, and it says, Losing is part of the game. If you never lose, you are never truly tested and never forced to grow. Um, can you just 
Mike, Michael, um, just share what you're when you're hearing this quote, and also reflect on your own personal life and what you've seen in you know the people around you, because this idea of failure is doesn't just hold to people in recovery like me and you. It's something that I think is vital for growth. You say you want to be one percent better. The only way you can is to sometimes fail a lot of times. So, Michael, can you kind of share with us your thoughts? I'll read the quote again, just so you have it fresh in your mind. Losing is part of the game. If you never lose, you are never truly tested and never forced to grow. I think that's a good thing because if you always win, then you'll never, you know, <laughs> get the sense of accomplishment. That you would yeah. for winning for the first time, because if all you do is win or all the stuff you do is good, you never、mm-hmm. know what defeat is like. And when you get defeat, then that may crush you and it may just hold you back because you'll be、yeah. you'll have a hard time because you never lost. So,、yeah. in the, in the end, it could be more detrimental to not fail or not do something. And then there's a quote I like where it said, "It's not getting not." Down seven times, get up eight.、Yes. So, if you, you know, no matter how many times you're knocked down, no matter how many times you fail, as long as you get up, then when you do win, it'll be all the more sweeter, and it'll be, you know, a real self-esteem booster and self-confidence booster. And we always want to try to boost our self-esteem and things. Yeah,、uh, I like I like that because. The idea is you can look at it different ways. I failed at something; it gives me the opportunity to get better at that or learn from what、uh, what I have made the mistake in. The problem is that、um, what you've seen people at least I play you know I play video games and those people who cheat all the time it it creates an unrealistic kind of view on life because that's not how life really works and. At least not healthy habits moving forward. And when it comes to、um, this idea of, of making mistakes, and you know, like you said, falling seven times and getting up eight times, it kind of promotes the idea that we're on a journey, not a destination. You know, like I know that at the end, you know, there's that destination, but I, I do like the idea that. If we're on a journey, like remember when you're road tripping, Mike, right? And there's、yeah. no like you kind of have a little bit more,、um, I, I would say, grace. So, like you eat, like let's say you had a diet, that's out the window. <laughs> you're, you're just、yeah. going. You're just going. You sometimes make bad choices, good choices. But let's say you're traveling cross country. There's this levity of of acceptance because you're on a journey versus. If you're just going to a destination and you have to be right at that moment, I know it's a weird illustration, but I find that understanding that life is more of a journey and that there is room to make mistakes and to grow and to heal, it does promote a more healthier mindset, whether you're in recovery or not.、Um, I don't know.、Uh, it's 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 interesting when we're talking about it, it's okay to fall or to fail. A lot of people use the word "it's okay to not be okay." You heard that, right, Mike? A lot of times,、um, yeah. Expression, and it is it is important. It's important to feel that way because、um, I don't know、um, the idea of always being right is just unrealistic. 
you know, <laughs> um, if we're really mm-hmm. being honest. Um, always being 100% is just unrealistic. And really, I, I don't know. I, I find more value. What You know, we love the underdog story, right, Mike? You, you love the underdog story. They try. It's, you know, you watch a football team. I forget. And the one thing I love about football teams are team sports. And people are like, I don't like team sports. I like team sports because it doesn't matter how good one individual is. You know what I mean? It's a whole team working together. Everyone plays a part. I really think that promotes good um, uh, good ideals and good approach to life. But at the same time, I do like the idea of that perseverance. And Mike... I don't want to take up all the time. I want to kind of ask you, just just generally, we're just kind of going with the idea of failing. What have you experienced? What what was your what have you learned through your course of your recovery? That because it took me a while, Mike, to get to this point. Because a lot of times I wanted to, when I got sick, I said, "What did I do wrong?" And it was kind of very cold and calculating i'm not saying you you want to have accountability don't want to have accountability but i don't know mike can you share a little bit on your take on this whole topic that we're talking about today mike are, mike are you there can you hear me yeah I can hear yeah you now. sort yeah. of it sort of faded out okay it's all right uh no this is a recording so it's not a problem so um i was just asking like the overall theme that we're talking about it's okay to fall can you just take um take a moment to give you a little monologue of what why you think it's important today and what uh what has your um what have you seen because i just mentioned it took me a long time to get to that point a lot of people hold on to not making mistakes, not being sick, not all this stuff, and it's not conducive to recovery or wellness. So, well, I would think that you know that you can't always win, and you can't always get good things because it really it doesn't set a good mindset for you, and. You know, we strive to be to do better, be better. And when we when we do better, be better, then then that's always good for us. Yes. And you know, in my life, there's been many times I failed. Mm-hmm. Keep on moving. Yeah. Keep on moving. And um, for me, I remember um, I a little cutting out, Mike. Um, can you hear? Oh, sorry. I'm in the comment, Linda. Okay. All right. Well, um, any, um, any advice you would give someone, I guess, struggling with this idea you know, remember, there's people in our groups that you know that they just get stuck on this idea of how much they didn't do, how much they failed, how can they do all that, how can, and they're scared. They're really scared. And it's no different today. And I would say it's in the largest scale because people are afraid to make mistakes. You see it all the time, Mike. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. 
all I would tell people is take baby steps. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, uh, if you take baby steps, you know, you may not make it to your goal that fast, but mm -hmm. at least you make progress and you can see the progress. And if you can yeah. see the progress, then it's not really you learn something. And that's mm -hmm. the important thing. You want to learn and adapt. So you yes. know what to do different next time. And if you do something different, then you'll get positive results. You don't want to get stuck in that insanity of doing mm -hmm. something over and over again and not getting any, you know, the same result. You ask for different results and better results. Yes. Um, there was this um, one um, thing I read and it says, um, Uh, it's about family, you know, next month in November, we're going to, um, Revive is just going to be talking about family. And, um, one quote that stuck out to me was kind of interesting and kind of leads into a discussion about failure and stuff. It says other things may change us, but we start and end with the family. It's kind of weird to say it that way. It seems so bleak, but at the same time, it just goes to show how important our connections are. And why am I bringing that up? We've talked about connections a lot, Mike. The reason is, you you know, when you when you really get close to someone, you have a friend. The closer you get, what happens? You become more vulnerable, right? And that's more of a risk. But the the funny thing, the things that are that are the most precious, those moments in our lives, also are can be the most heartbreaking and hardest to go get over if you get hurt you know what i mean it's it's, it's funny how that kind of that uh, kind of you know you talk about the the whole contrast of the the two sides you know what I mean? so i don't assume that people listening today have, may may not have a good um experience in their family life or whatnot but um do not lie to yourself to think that our connections don't matter because if you start putting that fear and you're so afraid of making mistakes in relationships, either friendships, then you close yourself off. All you're really doing at the end of the day is um, building up walls that you, the, the things you're trying to protect yourself also pushes out the happiness you can have in life. So anything you want to uh, kind of also share, Mike? Um, I, I know that um, I kind of I've been running on this uh this um, thread of um, failure and stuff. I want to kind of have your take. I know there was a little connection issue, but I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that you could hear me well. So, um, Mike, go yeah. ahead. Just tell, um, tell your bit. The thing I want to tell people is people, like you said before in the opening, people look at failure as bad. Yeah. And Thomas Edison says, I didn't have a thousand failures or 999 failures. I had 999 times to learn something that didn't work, but learn something new. Yeah. And after all those attempts and all those times, he learned what didn't work and what did work. And when he finally was able to succeed, he had not only gained what he wanted to do by you know completing and succeeding in the invention, but he had learned more about himself and more about what he was trying to do. So we should take it as a learning experience. Yeah. And, you know, there's a reason why these, 
these sports teams, you know, they have practices and workouts and different things because mm-hmm. sometimes it takes time to get good. Yes. Nobody could just be good at everything when they first start out. That's just an unrealistic expectation. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, we all strive to be that 1% better because yeah. we never will truly reach the 100%, but we could get it to as close as we can to it. You know, Mike, I like what you said. You know, things take time and work to get good at it. And what it reminds me of um, is like you, we were talking, we we're in group yesterday. We talked about gratitude, you know what I mean? And um, a little bit. And one thing that speaks to mind, there's one comedian, uh, I think it's John Mulaney. I like one thing he said was, um, uh, I don't know, there was some famous person and he said, People ask me this famous person was um was um was he nice? He's like he's like no. <laughs> and it was pretty funny because what he was really trying to say was when we get things quick in life, we become a little bit ruder. Let's just be honest. You know, if every single time everything was just handed to me, we we get ruder and less empathetic and less patient and also less grateful. And um, sometimes in life, I feel like we need to slow down. Like you talk about learning, and I'm going to get back to you, Mike, to share some more. Is um, you said Thomas Edison, Benjamin Franklin, I shared this the other day. It says, Tell me and I forget. Teach me and I may remember. Involve me and I learn. Uh, a lot of us, you know, whether we're um, people in the community, maybe we're parents or whatever. This is a hard one to swallow because sometimes we don't have time to involve ourselves in someone's learning, but it's it takes a village. It's, everyone plays a part. So um, sometimes this rash approach of just telling people what to do doesn't bode well, especially though those are the kind of, um, what do you call it, um, 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 stigmas that we uh, in the mental health community try to avoid people just telling people and it's very impersonal or teach me you may remember but you also will forget and then you'll be hard on yourself because you feel you failed but you start involving yourself try to uh, it does really paint a different picture in the whole learning experience whether it's recovery whether it's whatever I find this model to be very beneficial Mike, anything uh, you want to, any other thoughts or tr- threads that you, when you talk about failure, you know, I kind of went punny with, uh, it's okay to fall, but you know, besides the actual season of fall, um, um, uh, anything in life that it doesn't have to be even you or something you would seen a friend, a peer, or you don't even have to name the names that, that you saw that this whole idea of going through failure has actually benefited them later on because they learned to grow from those failures. Well, I can say in my life, you know, when I first was diagnosed with my diagnosis, you know, when I first was going through the meds, a lot of meds failed. And it was frustrating because, you know, I have to try time after time. But when I learned a lot, not only about myself, but about different medications and about yeah. different, you know, treatments, different coping skills, different things that if I would have just got it right the first time, 
I wouldn't have learned because I wouldn't have had that different perspective. Yeah. So I like to tie it in like that because a lot of people, you know, they feel like they may be newly diagnosed or they mm -hmm. may be, you know, just starting out or struggling trying to find the medicine or struggling trying to find a therapist or therapy or, you know, mm -hmm. or coping skills. But yeah. it's good to try out everything. Even if you find something that works for you, it's good to always have other things in your wellness toolbox to help. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I like that that whole kind of, and that kind of promotes the idea of a journey because you know in recovery you never, you never made it. You know what I mean? You just continue to build on your, like you say, toolkit. You know, I still to this day, you know, have to kind of adapt. You know, we talked about Albert Einstein in the beginning. Intelligence is the ability to adapt to change. And I have to adapt to different scenarios in life. And I do like the idea of being patient, but also knowing it's a journey and um, um, learning from it, uh, learning from experiences and failures. You know, medication can be, um, but with mental health, at least from my experience, it's not just one thing, and that's what we've been saying. It's multiple things that you kind of build on as you grow, because life is not static. It keeps changing as we continue to, as life continues. So um, with that, I was just wondering, um, you know, holidays are approaching, you know, and um, it can be stressful. I can't, you know, it's already stressful before COVID-19. <laughs> And I don't like to, but I can imagine being also even more stressful or depressing for those who are struggling, those who are alone, you know. Um, that's why um, getting things quick in life, at least from my experience, sometimes doesn't benefit as, me as much as we may see at the moment because earning something, like you still talk about self-confidence, does actually have more sustaining um can um, a sustaining impact in your life. So with that being said, Mike, holidays are coming up. First off, um, how have you, um, you know, for me, um, what would you say to those um, people who are dreading the holidays? You know, like I know that in some ways, someone's good news could be someone's bad news. And um, any, any coping skills that you found useful and on top of that, I just want to kind of piggyback on what you're saying about, um, you know, I like to say this convoluted sentence that seems jarbled, but it says, good news is only as good as the bad news was. Because if I lost 50 cents and Mike, you gave me 50 cents, that's nice, but it's not amazing. <laughs> but, you know, the fact that a lot of us are here and we have connections and you're listening to this right now, you, I'm sure there's at least something you could be grateful for. Um, um, with that being said, Mike, um, anything, any advice or coping skills that you've seen as we approach the holidays, these next few months is going to be hard for some. The one thing I like to tell people is uh, make a gratitude list or things that we are grateful for. Because we sometimes when the holidays come, especially, we always reminisce on what we don't have or what, you know, what we want but can't have. 
Yeah. And if we're grateful for what we do have, then that'll give us, you know, a peace of mind. And also, yes. you know, one coping skill I like to talk about is uh, mindfulness. Like, yes. you know, think about something that is beyond us. You know, something that we can focus on to get out of our own head. And so I tell people a lot about, you know, try, you know, volunteering or doing a random act of kindness. Like if you don't want to volunteer, just do do something nice for somebody yeah. and do it with the intention of not getting, you know, like praise for it, but just yeah. because it's a random act of kindness. Yeah. You know, it, there's something about giving that it has, you know, it has some healing. Um, I don't know. For me, it helped me kind of put things in perspective. You know, um, um, so I do like the idea of gratitude. I do like the idea of serving because you need to kind of get out of your own bubble. You know, at the same time, I'm not minimizing anyone who is suffering. And if you are in crisis, like I said, please seek out immediate medical attention. But at the same time, you can't be in crisis. 24 7 every single day it's just not sustainable and um and i feel our mindset at times can and i'm not saying always can benefit us if we add a little gratitude to it mike i want to say thank you for being a guest today on the podcast i want to leave you with any final thoughts you would like to close with us with and if there's anything you want to mention or share with those listening go right ahead the one last thing I would like to say is, you know, a lot of people are anxious about this time we're living in, especially with the pandemic and, you know, just day-to-day life. But I would like to leave everybody with this quote from Winston Churchill. This too shall pass. It may sound like a simple quote, but it could be really, really powerful for you because if you have that attitude that this too shall pass, then you're able to cope with and manage stressors uh, better. Yes, I, I do like that because it promotes there's light at the end of the tunnel. And, you know, hope is very, very much a part of, I feel that from my, my perspective, I feel all of us should grab onto whatever hope we can have right now as we move forward into this uncertain time we live in. So thank you again, Mike. Um, I just want to say, remember to stay updated with all things Revive Ministries through its various platforms. RevivalMinistryFL.com is our website. The Facebook page, um, the Instagram is Revive Ministries FL on Instagram. And also we have a YouTube channel that we're trying to add some um, live streams, which I'm hoping to have to this month. Um, um, this is goodbye for Revive Ministry Podcast. We're going to continue on this talk on it's okay to fall. Um, if you or anyone you know um, wants to be a guest on the podcast, please email me um, at FL at gmail.com and um, we'll try to fit you in. In the meantime, I always like to leave us with one last quote. It says, the most important thing in life is learning how 